Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Three Pints, Please. This week we're coming to you from Chinochtons on Key Street in Galway. Hector, would you do me a favor? It, w- it, would be, door, it would be my honour to... Uh, would you go to the bar and order three pints of porter, please? <laughs> and tell them to hurry up, better. Is it Kieran, is it? I don't know who the oh, man's well, name is. Sorry, could I get three pints of stout, please? Sure. Thank you. Um, Rita is... Dead. Really? Rita's dead. What time did the plane arrive and all oh, that jazz? I feel... You know when you get off something that's moving, uh, you still, you like still feel it's moving... <laughs> And you're, st- and you still think he hasn't you're changed. He has never changed. Never changed. Um, I arrived in this morning at half past four uh, to Dublin Airport and got to Galway and had a sleep. And I'm abs- I'm worse now for sleeping than I was before I started. Was it unfair to ask you to come in at? Um, it was unfair. Twelve o'clock for a pint. My alarm went off at eleven o'clock, and I swear I could have. You could have. I could have been dumbstruck that it was that time. Are you in another dimension? You know what's wrong with me now is I'm roasted. I'm emotional. Oh, lovely! <laughs> you're I'm jet lagged. I'm yeah. I'm I'm jet lagged. Sounds like you're perimenopausal. Yes. Well, I wouldn't like to stay like this for a long time. So, um, and I don't know the point. I'll probably I mean the smell of it will probably pass me into another life Larita, a week ago today you said ah yeah I'll be grand that Tuesday we'll fly in I'll be down but we it, you're here you're safe you're back with us lads like I just want to live in New York I just think it's the best city in the world it's just so full of life and crack and is there much difference between New York now and <sighs> and Ballina? well the traffic for one thing is is definitely um, pretty different and uh just maybe one or two more things to do than you would what, what be was, in Nevada. What did you love about it? What was the buzz? It just, you can, it's endless. Like, the possibilities are just endless. In, down in the Lower East Side in a comedy club, uh, you know, you're in a, an Irish bar one minute, you're in a 
American tavern. You're in, you're just mixing with all sorts of different people. And like, I, I met some class people and it's just brilliant. I just love it. How will you? How, and how, I don't want to talk about anything. What do you do this week in Knockmore? I just don't want to talk. Are we a disappointment I've, to you now? I think I've added enough to the podcast now, so I'll let you chat amongst yourselves for the rest of it. I saw some of the photos. You were giving great hugs to people. I met I met a, an NBA, no, not an NBA, an NFL Hall of Famer on Sunday. Okay. He's about to be entered into the Hall of Fame. His son won three Super Bowl rings. This guy was massive. His his hand was bigger than... He could literally put his hand let, the let entire us, way around my head. Was it Brian Cody? Well, he was much bigger Mick than Brian Lyons. Cody. And I swear to God, if he was playing hurling, Liam he'd Hayes. have no problem catching the ball. I saw your photo. Damn. I didn't recognise Jimmy Barry Murphy. Who was it, Theresa? What was his name? Joe Klecko was his name. Oh, yeah. One of the Klecko Cincinnati Beavers. You, you wouldn't know him, but he played for the New York Jets all his life. And uh, he's about to... He's, and he invited me in the... The beloved. Wisconsin... Wisconsin, New York Jets. Um, he uh, he invited me and my beloved to uh, be his with him at his Hall of Fame induction was in he, Ohio. Was Cleveland. he steam drunk? No, he wasn't. And I sent a picture to my cousin, who is the bishop, and he's a big Jets fan, and he was absolutely blown away that he was. Oh, great! In my company, oh, that's fantastic. Oh Thank God. you very much. They look fantastic. That's lovely. Thank you so Good much. Thank Thank you. We'll sort you out later. Thanks. Thanks. I got to go to. Uh, <laughs> we'll sort. There's a. Here's there's your health. Cheers. Just can we have a look at the damage on that? There's a big. Uh, obviously, you'll know about this as well. The big bank crash that happened no. um, this week in that, Credit Suisse. Is that the boys who were robbing ro- robbing the ATM in Cavan? Yeah. So these With boys. The JCB. The yeah. Credit Suisse from uh, Switzerland. And Silicon Valley Bank. They're, they're, yeah, they're gone. They're the, they went before Credit Suisse, but I went. I got to go to um, Wall Street yesterday and go into the Goldman Sachs headquarters and sit up and watch the whole world unfold. Unbelievable. And just get all the insides of how banking works. And I didn't really understand a lot of it, but I pretended I was interested. Anyway, good morning, Mr. Pure. Shout out to everyone who I met lots of podcast people in New York. <coughs> Most of them were Irish. Um, while you're drinking, I'll say hello to Jerry Padian, who's a great New Yorker and oh, for fuck's sake, listens to the podcast. He's brilliant. You didn't even split the G when you drank that. Split the G. It's been a long time since I split the G. <laughs> I can't even drink this. I mean, oh. go on. Here we go. Oh, no, the weekend America issues. Look at that. Oh, it's like chowder for the soul. Oh, fuck. I said I'm going to be asleep again in half an hour. And yeah. um, I saw a photograph of you with Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <sighs> yes, I was with Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. I said to Mr. I said to Mr. President, I said, and "Excuse you, me, Mr. Mr. President, President." I said, "Can you step into my office for one minute?" I said, "You're coming to Ireland in a couple of weeks' time," and I said, "There, I have a lot of jobs for you to do." I said, "If you give me a week of your time," I said, "I have everything." that needs to be done in Mayo. I said, I have a lot of people that you need to meet, a lot of places that you need to go. And he was like, oh, he loving it? It'd be nice for your father to meet someone older than himself. That'd be the big buzz. Yeah. I <laughs> I met my aunt yesterday. Old, old 90, your father? My dad's, a, my dad's 80, 86, 86, 86, 87. Oh, so he's older than... He's older than, than JB. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my aunt, who's 94, 94, met her yesterday out in New Jersey. And she said, come on, get into the car, I'll bring you for a spin. She's 94, she was driving fucking flat out around the streets of, of Tenafly in New Jersey. Absolutely incredible woman, but so she's older also than... Are you still, um, you're still on a, on a 
travel buzz and a kind of excitement buzz. Does it feel a bit depressing to come home? Uh, not now, but it will be depressing tomorrow. Because, like, yeah. what I did the last few days was just what did you incredible. Do? Like, it was, what did you do? It was brilliant to get to to feel so important, like, in the White House. It was just special. Was it the same clamour of people who were there the year before? Uh, well, generally. I saw Rob Kearney in the middle of it. Yeah, what is so Rob, what, the what, is Rob what is Rob Kearney doing Rob every White year? Rob Kearney's House. cousins were the president as well, so he's on the other side of the strand. The, the Cooley Peninsula. So we were all sitting um, beside each other, and then um, we had Niall Horan sing for the president. Did he do a nice version of related to the bishop who got the airport to knock? Eamon Horn. Father... Father Horan. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Did, Ma- did he Gar- do a version Horan. of Spansel Hill? He did. Was it he nice? Did. Yeah, it was lovely. It was, it was really nice. It was, I mean, I don't think probably the president had no idea who Niall Horan was, but, uh, you know, as in, like I'd say, it was probably the staff or the grandkids or someone that picked him, but, yeah, I thought Shane it was Mc- great. Shane I McGowan th- never get invited to that. Shane McGowan. Yeah, he probably would if they knew him. But, like, they put me on the edge of the row, on the second row, and I, when he was walking past, he stopped with him and Leo walking in like a, a newly married yeah, couple. Yeah, and yeah, Leo, uh, yeah, Leo yeah, was in there yeah, in the yeah, middle of it. Yeah. And uh, Leo, uh, Leo, Leo Radker here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, hi, Mr. President. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great. It's got a thick double yeah, It's great. Now, it's it? great that it's, it's great. you're so coming to Ireland. There's a bowl of of uh, of uh, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Did Leo wear shorts? <laughs> Does he normally wear shorts? Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a string and a string vest. No, he got dressed up for the occasion. Then they brought us into a little room um, to meet the president afterwards, the family. And, uh, and he, was, he was taken out of the, 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 the cryogenetic chamber. And <laughs> <laughs> you better be careful. You're going over there in a few weeks' time. You better watch yourself. <laughs> Tommy, he's so, he doesn't wear a sleep apnea mask like you. I've oh, 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 oh. getting the digs in. The, never criticised the family. It's got to be a male rule. Was it better the second time? Like that's the second. Um, I think the, the obviously the first time you're there, it's exciting and it's incredible and it's like nothing you could imagine. And then when you've been there a few times, it's Le, your sister came up as well, didn't she? My sister came up from um, Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, and my brother and his wife came over from Mayo as well. So it was very much, it was great. It was brilliant. My uh, brother was still flat out. He just, he's almost got his head around what the plumbing supplies in the, the White House is like now. So he's, he'll have, he'll be designing bathrooms all over. And would you be half tempted to, to, to move to New York? Oh, I love it. I absolutely. It's the one place that I go back to time and time again that I just, I love. I don't know. There's, it's just such a, there's so, it's full of fun. And like what it is, I mean, it never stops. Like, and it's just relentless in terms of socializing. So you would need to go and have a much more. What was the best pub you were in? Did you do all, did you do pub girls? Not really pub crawls because it's like you're in one area, you kind of stay in the pubs there, and then if you're kind of you go to kind of sketches place. Yes, we were in there one night. Did you um, shoot the, anybody? The Westbury. They're not easy to get guns, you know. It's in New York. It's just I I tried to go into Walgreens and buy a gun, but if they have to do they do background checks in New York and stuff. Someone told me go to Texas or somewhere. It's a lot easier. You can just go into the Where'd shop. Where would you watch or the rugby? Upstate in Connecticut and places like that. I believe guns are. Would you love to just shoot someone in the leg? Like not to kill them, just to give them a little tub to cup on, like a little uh, cap gun or something in the back. Of like the cap. The- theoretically, can you? Uh, there are states where you can 
uh, there's a technical term for it where you, you can have the gun on display. Yeah. Uh, what do they call it? Open, o- open, open carry. Open carry. Open yeah. carry or something, something like that. Yeah. But theoretically, could you walk around like with an Uzi? <laughs> I don't. I'm sure, you? I'm sure you can. Sure. I mean, what about that crazy young fella that walked down the street when there was protests going on with a load of like big guns and shot a load of them? And he didn't even get prosecuted for it. Like he actually got off in prison. He got off his trial. He got found not guilty. He was walking down an open road with big Uzis and shot a load of people. Yeah. So there's parts of America that you can do things like that. And I went to see a basketball match in the Madison Square Garden on Saturday as well. So I didn't watch the rugby. I I, I missed the rugby because I was at the rug at the. But I mean, come on, the rugby was inevitable, wasn't it? Unreal. We are, we. It just sounds like a, a you had a big buzz of a time. Unbelievable. And how are all, the Irish people that you met over there? How are they getting on? Like, are they are they all thriving? And did you meet anybody who was kind of who hadn't worked out for? No, I haven't. And you know, it's unbelievable how you, like the the possibilities over there for them to like progress. And you know, obviously they'd be here in a job and they'd be doing well and all that. But the money that you can make in jobs, the equivalent of it over there it's just like I know you need it because you're paying state tax the tax in New York for like you're renting an apartment that might cost you three grand a month then you've got to pay tax on that apartment as well yeah. then you've got to pay all your bills like I mean it's it's insane and did you went to a comedy club I went to a comedy club yeah who was playing who was well, playing well they weren't was Desi B there no no there was no they weren't Irish like it was um, it was just like a little underground little club yeah um, in the east, up in the Lower East Side, um, and there was quite a lot of women actually. Uh, there was two fellas that were there, and they were brilliant. And they just did like maybe ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, slots. yeah. Um, but it was it was brilliant to sit in there, and they're right, you're right in on top of them. Small um, table, a few beers. Yeah, and they brought us in and uh, gave us a shot of Jemison because we were Irish, <laughs> the owner, um, because we went in with a friend of his, um, brought us into the club, so. We got right up into sounds the middle like the of crack it. And it was sounds yeah, like the crack. Sounds like you had everything organised to a T. Well, I didn't really have anything organised. and That was the great thing. There was obviously a few places. Like, I went to really high-end places and then really kind of down at heel places as well. So I saw all sides. Did you end up walking the streets at four o'clock in the morning to Sheffield looking for a curry chip? Fuck, do you know what the worst thing was? I got a, a bloody box. A train back from Washington to uh, New York on the Friday after the St. Patrick's Day and it was like... I'll tell you one thing about New Yorkers. They're the friendliest fucking people. The city is just so friendly. You get lost there. You get stuck there. You They talk to you. They're super friendly, which is not something that you would yeah. pick up from Americans. You kind of think they're very... There's a, good attitude. There's a good attitude in New York. What hotel did you stay in? I stayed in a hotel called the Park Terrace right beside Bryan Park. It was a nice, handy little spot right off 15th Avenue. Do, do, do you know New York at all, Hector? I was in it once or twice, yeah. But do you know what, like, would you know... I wouldn't know what in the park, the park. Would you know where to go if you're over there? I'd know Fifth Avenue. I'd know where Trump Plaza Trump Tower is. I know where Tiffany's is and I know where Central Park is. But would you know yeah. what bars to go to? No, I wouldn't. I'd be walking along. I'd just go into the first bar I'd see. Next you time, s- when you go over there, you should definitely stay down near Hell's Kitchen. That's a class place to stay and that's where I'm going to stay Soho, next Washington time. Square. The Meatpacking meat District. The Meatpacking meat District. district. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen, you know, they got that name because the Irish ones that arrived over, they were called the Westies, and they, they were like the real down-and-outs Irish um, people who moved to New York, and they lived The last there. time I was over in New York, I had a night off, uh, so I flew over, I was going to do some shows in a comedy club, and I had a night off, 
and I went into a bar that was covered in bras. Oh yeah, hanging off the wall. Bra bar. So you go in, and it's basically there's one like of those here we in are Belfast. in and there's posters on the wall of all great plays and arts festivals from over the years. But this place was women would go in and start thinking, <laughs> and they'd lave the bra. <laughs> Up on the wall, so there's this. It was a kind of a, a memento, a wailing wall of braziers. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, that sounds good. One of those bars where hit me in the face as you're walking past. Every hour, they it was a thing. If you ordered a shot, the barman oh, would have a shot, get a shot yeah, with yeah. you. Oh. So it was just kind of a. It's brilliant. Now I'm telling you, a bit flirty, a bit flirty, flirty, a bit flirty. Yeah, loads of flirting going on. You've got to flirt, Tommy. I mean, come on, that's the whole point of it. You know, there's. I just um, went in for a couple of pints and next thing. To take it off a brand and have a shot with me. <laughs> I give you a bra if you give me a drink. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of people over there though. They're not happy with you because you've only two nights there, and they you could have sold out another four or five nights. I'll in New be York. back. I'll be back. Yeah. In well, they they by the time they found out you were there, the fucking tickets were sold out. So I'm directing them to. I directed them all to go to DC. DC. I said, thank uh, you. Head DC on show. up to DC. So I've got some good contacts with you there. I met a great man from uh, Kilkenny who runs a bar over there called the Hamilton in DC. So he's. Um, You're going to do up a little kind of uh, itinerary for me and bars to call to. Yes, the, bars and people to meet. Yeah, fuck people, Arita. Fuck people, it's bars I want. <laughs> oh, bars, yeah, well, any amount of bars. There's was there, was there no a plethora of Mayo people in Manhattan? I, you know what the was great thing about... Was there the Mayo jersey everywhere? No, I didn't see one Mayo jersey, but the great thing about being in Manhattan or being in, in New York in general, I mean, it's few and far between when you actually meet Irish people because there's how many million people in the city, so you're... But you, were you wouldn't be walking down the street and well the beloved was walking down the street and a, a big tour bus of Irish people were like started roaring at him down the down Fifth Avenue but apart from that it was uh, we didn't really see anyone really that we knew or that we ran into we obviously well, had planned to meet people like you've, you've had an experience now myself and Hector have just been I got, same I, got, I got a bad sore throat and pa- oh no on, on the, I just, just I got a bad sore throat on the Thursday and uh, I was in me, I was in a pair of pyjamas watching the Gold Cup Friday how did, did you make horse any blood money? destiny did he win anything? Hang on, hang on. Whoa. So, for those of you who listened last week, we've got the tip of all tips. Oh, you have to get in this one. Blood Destiny. Did he knows. say each way? Five to four. Five, I don't know anything. Five to two. Did Five he say each way or did he? No, he just said that he's the he's the one horse that will do you for the week. I was told Blood by Destiny. a man that the horse was working. Oh, now here we go. The, gallop down it. <laughs> the horse finished ninth. Out of? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> <laughs> He finished ninth, Hector. There was some very, very fuck? bitter uh, podcast listeners on social media. Oh, well, Is that horse still running? I don't know what happened. He must have. He was travelling well, top of the hill, and then the, he ran out of gas. He ran out of petrol, and I was gutted. The Did only you, time in three years I've given one tip. You must have heard the story about the uh, blood destiny, the, the greyhound owner uh, from Canvara, who uh, big race coming up, and. Uh, the bitch was running above in the Galway thing and uh, he decided to put uh, diesel on a clitoris. Oh, <laughs> what, Tommy? Right. He'd have, he dipped the finger in the clitoris. Ah! And, uh, hang on. And he then, dipped the finger in the diesel first. Oh, yeah. Dip the finger in the diesel first, get it all soaking and then he'd rub it on, on, on the bitch's clitoris. And then the what the fuck? Right. He'd never done this before, but this was a big race. And he, <laughs> right? So the dog, out of the traps like a fucking... Hot hole. <laughs> Hot wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and was doing fine until the last lap and then started to wobble. And the fellow who was watching the race said, maybe she ran out of petrol. So that was happened to your one. Blood destiny. 
uh, blood destiny ran out of gas I at the top of I have never been so embarrassed top. about giving one tip in three fucking oh. years. I'm, I'm really, I had a couple of winners. Great festival, but blood destiny you ran. You kept your winners to yourself, did you? You ran a shocker. You just told, you just you told everyone hard about to get winners. Did you, you had a few quid on blood destiny? I had a few quid on. How, much, on. how much did you have on blood destiny? A couple of hundred quid on it. On, on the nose or uh, on the we nose were shouting at the television I was yeah but my voice they said I had a bad day that's why you got so I've been sort of quarantining for the last couple of days but, but it was. But the rugby picked me up and uh, I'm back I'm back at it now but Cheltenham was amazing it was an amazing week for Irish sport you didn't see any of that did you did you see you watched a couple of races in Cheltenham why, why did uh, you not see it I was because um, I'd be mad for tipping point and, uh, tipping point <laughs> the, the chase. I thought you were going to say tipping diesel and, and Judge Juji Judge Juji <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a house in the sun and not the catch and, or the chase uh, no oh, I do love the chase oh, I love, oh, the, love chase, the chase yeah. I love the big one the so big they're one. all big and then he oh, gets, yeah. and then he gets the, one the, the, beat the, the news on TV3 at 5 o'clock and then he'll switch over at 6 o'clock and then he'll go back for nationwide and then he slags the president of the United States I've recorded every episode of The Angelus just in case they the run out. The planner is full of all the different Angeluses. My favourite one is when the Nigerian lady is doing the cleaning in the big office block and she gets she can't get out. And I do like the one with the fellas feeding the swans in that lawn. Well, that's a, a nice one. Can I ask you and there's another fella that there's another fella shaping bushes somewhere in Dublin. Oh, he's beautiful. <laughs> he stops. He what? stops. He's Are you stops. telling me that they changed the Angelus? Oh, they they a few they, different. They've, they've revamped it. Yeah. How often? What? How often would they do that? Uh, I suppose they change it every week. I'd love to direct uh, an episode of The Angelus. I would love to direct an episode of The Angels. I don't think you're going Dong. to get that. What would you Dong. have? I'd have a. What l- would be your? I'd have a lad. I'd have my finger going across a mat of clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> a greyhound's clitoris. A dumb. He'd be dipping clitoris. He'd, he'd be dipping diesel on a on a, ho- on a horse's balls. I'd have, you'd have a lad dealing ganja on the side of his street. Go on, and it just stop. Oh, ganja! That is another it's, thing. By the way, when over? you go to New York. Ooh, I was, I think I was Amen. high by uh, association. Is it legal? Or, yes. Yeah, it's, it's just legal to have your own possession. in New York now. It's, whoo, like it's stinking. It's no, stinking. Wonder ev- no wonder stinks. the vibe is good in New York. The Everyone's happy. Stinks. Where can you buy it? Everywhere. It's on every street. I, I presume it's, it's supposed to be for medicinal purposes. Yeah, but dispensaries. There are dispensaries everywhere, everywhere, uh, everywhere. 100%. Oh, it's, it's, it's stinking. And what was killing me was there's lads going around in like suits looking like they're about to, you know, go and do a big meeting and they're, they're smoking the biggest doopie you've seen walking down the street on the phone all business. And, you're thinking, and would, it, would it stop you from doing your work? I don't know. Would I don't it? think so. H Tommy. might know more than me. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Would it not make no, you feel There are people relaxed? that love relaxing. People love smoking. Some people love a joint in the morning before they go to work. A joint in the evening before they before they go to bed. No, what if you were has, getting this has to happen? It, it's so it wouldn't it wouldn't stop you from doing your work. Not in, not in the slightest. Depends on the strand you're getting. Depends on the strength of it. When you go into them dispensaries that are all over the forty two states that have now legalized or something, you can ask them. If they're pre rolled. They sell the ganja in small boxes as well. But you can tell them what you want. I want to spend an evening watching Netflix. I want to go right down to the basement and give you, they give you an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> they bring you into a room in the back. And they give send you a television. <laughs> here's a subscription. A one, uh, here's a one-hour subscription. Uh, they've all. You can ask these budologists. Oh yeah. What you wear? Are you going out? Do you want to feel giddy? Are you going to a dinner party? Do you want to get the giggles? Are you going to work? Yeah. Are you going to work? Do you want to be? I, I want to forget about my traumatic childhood. <laughs> what you else? Get that do? as well. What That's else? in the basement. <laughs> we could have one for the Angelus, just with a lagging up for the football and just stopping yeah. before he calls the mark. It's um, 
I just the smell of it is rancid. I think. Oh, not at all. Oh, I hate it's the, the smell sweet of it. smell of ganja. Can you imagine if uh, here it was uh, legal in certain counties? Oh yeah, well the way it is in states in America, yes. saying ganja be first. I, the first county to make it legal. I, I, I. Oh, okay. I bet you it'll be made. No, 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 no. no oh. We wouldn't. No, the first county to make it legal. I would say Leitrim. Leitrim oh, yeah. is stuffed the with hippies and, and fuck blends. all to do. <laughs> And up in the mountains and the hills. Yeah, yeah. those little loud Leitrim Carlo. You know, Mike Tyson has bought a ranch just outside Los Angeles in the sand. I thought you were going to say in, outside in the, Carlo. He bought 5,000 acres in the Coachella Valley, uh, which is an hour out where they have the festival and all the golf and all that, <coughs> near Palm Springs. And he's starting his Tyson Entertainment Ranch. Wow. What's he going to do Night there? Like, is it going to be hotels, like. Hotels, boxing. It's a place where people can go and you can buy your ganja. He has his own strand of ganja now. He's grown hundreds of acres and people can go five-star hotels, all this crack it's called. It's an entertainment. So what's it like Never it's, Neverland? It's, 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 it's Las Vegas. Oh, it's, is it like the, the plaza in Kinnegad? It's going to be... <laughs> people can stop and get their dinner Tyson, on a Sunday afternoon. But it's going to be called Tyson Ranch and it's just a world of debauchery. It's like a Las Vegas, but ganja is at the helm, not alcohol. So people don't... Irish people don't kind of do that. Do what? Do that kind of... Celebrity by by well, ranches or or whatever. I can't think you of could buy a ranch out in Barnet. Imagine and what would you down do by the it? horse and jockey, four hundred acres, and just a place where ganja grows freely. People can come and you could have comedy bars. Irish people buy bars. Yeah, everywhere, all over the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. So what's the story with your man Connor Sketches Bar? What's that? Yeah, it's called the Westbury. Westbury. Um, it's a, like a real happening spot, and he is. Over there, over and back a bit. Like he's he was there well, last. through someone's brain to to be a partner to, to in a pub. I don't know in New York. I think he's, he was living in Florida I for mean, a couple of years. He's is he's his, so big over there now with his uh, with the golf <laughs> channel and having his own <laughs> channel on on what is it golf uh, channel? Yeah, golf channel. He's got he now he's big with Formula One as well. Yeah. He's traveling quite a lot. I think he had a few mates that had bars in New York, and I think he got involved. As a bit of a name on the phone. Do you like to get involved in a bar? No, I'm at the stage now where I I want more like a convent or something. You'd be better off or a retirement home. There's a lovely I convent. Just, I, I would I would I would love at some stage in my life not to own anything. Oh, how, to, how would that work? You'd be like Chuck Feeney living and uh, give away all your money. Chuck Feeney, you know who Chuck Feeney was, the greatest philanthropist of all time. Lived in a tiny apartment, didn't own anything. Um, not, so not even the apartment. No, gave away all his money. Gave away billions. Every single penny of it, and lived and uh, uh, lived till he was an old, old, old man, um, but never ever had any anything, and made millions, like millions and millions and millions, and like he just didn't. He had, he had one pair of shoes at all time. He never had anything. He never had a car. He never had anything, and like he was worth billions. And he so, just gave so it all away. It, now, when he, get, he gave it all away, but he wasn't uh, in a philanthropy. Like he, Chuck Feeney was, he had a, he had like a, a, he set himself up as a philanthropist. So he had like a, a foundation as such. Yeah, so. but he wasn't. He, he said he gave away everything, but he wasn't. When he woke up in the morning, he wasn't worried where he was going to get breakfast. He probably had a coffee. He had. He had. He probably. He didn't have anything. Like he actually didn't even, as you said, he didn't own his apartment. Uh, read up about him. He's a fascinating. So, how, so what? What? Where did he get his breakfast? Well, like I'm sure he had. I'm sure he had a bit of money left over. Like he might have had, like he might have had an allowance. He was into of $20 philanthropy when nobody was into philanthropy. He was one of I the first know. Yeah, great I mean, philanthropists. 
but like it, he, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating. His life is fascinating, and the way obviously he made money for a long time and was working and yeah. all of that. But I'm saying when he retired, no, no, when he started, I'd love to own. I'd, I would love to, at some stage in my life to own nothing. I, you know, those Indian lads who, when the family is reared, now they have the weather for it in India. The family is reared. The fa- the the kids are now having their kids, um, and the the father and I'm, I'm not sure about the mother or if, if it's part of the mother's inclination but the father has cultural permission to fuck off into the wilderness walking owning nothing say hello to a new era of mental health care cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100 online you'll experience the all-new cerebral way an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So and that's I, what your I, aspirations I are. I would love to be able to do that. I would love to be able to, at some stage, just to wander. Just to go and kind of go, okay, all my obligations have been met. This thing about leaving money to your children when you die. Don't you ever fuck off. Yeah. I'll give you what's in my pockets now. Do you know what I mean? This change, yeah. And I just, and I, uh, and I'd love for the missus to come with me, strolling, but I'm not sure she would find it as romantic no. and ideal as I would. Mm. But just to be able to, to own nothing. I'd love that, to own nothing. And, and just to go, have, but you'd have to have something to go from place to place, Tommy. Yes, you'd have, you'd have a, a pair of shoes, a one lo- pair a, of shoes, a lovely pair of tweed this trousers. This sounds romantically brilliant, but Tommy, a tweed uh, waistcoat, would you have to a stick, and then when, and what I do is I see myself just walking and four credit cards and walk. 
<laughs> and four credit cards. Please tell me. No. You, this, is, this doesn't work, Tom. And it, there's a, there's a, in, Where in, th- in Ireland, there's a town every 10 miles. There's a town every... Every three hours walking, there's a town. This sounds like an Irish version of The Last of Us. Or, walking or through the Kung Fu. Remember him? Kung, Kung Fu would break Fu, your David neck. Caradine. And then he'd walk off. Into the, or the incredible so Hulk. what would you do when you get to a town and you've not a penny in your pocket? You and your missus would stroll in the, the robes and the sticks. And we'd go, we're at the... We're at the the missus would sing. The missus would sing. She does a great yes, version of... Yeah. Oh, now. So the missus would sing. You'd have you'd to find, raise money. She's a beautiful each, voice. You'd have to raise money to buy stuff. stuff. This is uh, uh, the missus. Uh, her debut album is out now at the minute. The Rains is called Reverie. Oh, yes. Available. Oh, yeah. from What's it called? Oh, Se- called? He segues this in every fucking What's week. What's it called? It's called Reverie. Oh, yeah. Reverie. Uh, and Reverie. it's on uh, in all so decent our- record shops. Okay. The Rains. And online. So the missus could sing, and then I would. Uh, I'd either stand. I I'd, I'd either beg or would tell stories. You could. Why do you imagine if so? You if, I, if I if I if I barreled into Galway, right, and I had no money. And I'd maybe I'll go up to her. like I met this fella in Dublin, and he says to me, um, and Dublin still has these bars. You're talking about Donahue's Bar in Galway in, in Dublin, in, in yeah. Dublin. And he said, "This is pal of his. He's on the door, and what he does is he trapes up to a bar every night, and he plays fiddle, and they fill him with porter. Mm. So oh the yeah. door the door goes towards yes. the rent and the food, and then he just plays music and he gets his fill of porter every evening, and that's his life. Yes." So what? So, would so you I do? wonder. I wonder. Could I do that in, in a kind of a story? T- I'd I'd barrel into Galway. You could tell stories and back I'd, of a Wonderly wagon and stuff. No, no. You just come in and I say I say to the bar, look, I'll do a show for you here this evening. I think that's a nice idea. I tell People would s- say, "Oh, stop! You're 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 right." Yeah, I think you're right, Richard. Yeah, I, I think, think that's no, no. I like. Why are you talking? I can see now. For me, it was the basis of how would you make the music. A couple of money. I can guess. Yes, but the talking. It's everyone's talking anyway. Everyone's talking anyway. They Not everybody can no, play they the fiddle. Co- exactly, they don't come to the pub to listen to someone else talking. No, you're no, right. But hang on a yeah. If it's a good story, isn't that what you want? No, Once you'd have upon to go a time, to a town hall. there was five brothers in a farmhouse in Fermoy. A Shanachie. I want to hear that. So there's a friend of mine, Martin Shaw, the storyteller. He was on the chat show. Yes. He's about to head off to do a tour of Canada, and I was talking to him yesterday. He's doing sixteen shows. The co- you call them shows. Uh, over 17 days from Nova Scotia to Vancouver. Oh. Right? And I, and I says, what what will be the shape of it? And he says to me, I have 25 stories in my pocket. 25 big, long, complicated, delicious, enchanting, mysterious, funny, keep going, enlightening, keep going, <gasps> mischievous, majestic stories. Magical. 28 of them in my back pocket. Wow. And I'll stroll out each evening. And tell one And I would just go with whatever the moment suggests in terms of which story to tell. I like that. And I would love that. And then he was telling me about, he remembers being a kid and watching Billy Connolly. And Billy Connolly was touring around New Zealand. And Billy Connolly was turning to the camera before the show. Uh, he would say he was live in Auckland or Wellington or Christchurch or Dunedin or Tauranga or one of them places. And oh, was. You're practising it already. <laughs> you're ready to go. And he said, Billy Connolly would say, I have half a notion of what I'm going to do tonight, uh-huh. but not the full notion. Right. So he'd go out with 33% of the stories in his head. Only 33. And the 66 would come to him when he's As in front of the crowd. Isn't that the life? Yeah. Isn't that the fucking life? That's the life, yeah. But you can do that now. Well, I've, I've noticed with myself recently is that I, I, I've been reduced to a set. Does that make Why sense? Though? I've been reduced to... Get in, get out. The same stories. 
I, that's called a tour. Yeah, I need to get the looseness back into myself. But anyway. But you'll do that when you go away. In some, in, I, that's my romantic notion of myself. On the road, like kung fu. I'm just with a knapsack on your back. With a knapsack on my back and a pair and the, of and Birkenstocks. And the, the Birkenstocks. And the toes and out and the big woolly socks underneath. And every now and yeah. again, maybe maybe the missus wouldn't be into it. Maybe I the missus, and maybe she would. She could join you once a week, she, maybe. She'd, the missus would fly she, in and join She'd drive up to me every six or seven days. With sandwiches. With the, for a service. For a, for a, with the warm blankets. She wouldn't come next night or near <laughs> if he's out walking. Be, beneath an oak tree near Portage. In the middle of a, of a, of a Making love to my sweet woman while in the background I hear the distant bleating of sheep I'm telling you, in a barley field in Belize. you're turning into a full store I, uh, I hang on where would you wash yourself by the river in the rivers oh go away oh will you go away you'd be into the ocean or there'd be old algae in the river then you'd, have, you'd probably have a big rash in your face or you'd something. put your face into me neck Louisa, and you'd say that man smells of wells <laughs> holy wells <laughs> smells he smells of holy wells <laughs> I did the whole of the Last of Us over the f- over the weekend. You're from, a great man from for start the zombies to finish, and I think it's based on the time the Cryptosporidium broke in Galway. It was a bad old Remember when the Cryptosporidium broke in Galway about fifteen years were ago? Were they Cryptosporidium? They were like the big geraniums. Yeah, they were. Pu- they were geraniums. Punk- they don't care. And here's a support act: as Cryptosporidium. They were a punk band from Galway from the Clada. They were yes, brilliant. Yes, yes, uh, I but I think it's based. Times. It's based. It's a fungus that grows inside people. And your man is flavour of the month. Who was on Narcos? What's his name? He's from. I watched Jamie that. Oliver. No. <laughs> the actor who plays the lead actor in it and Barry Keoghan Hector no. you just watched it for a whole who the then? whole yeah, time man. Jesse Buckley no he's Jesse Buckley he's good looking Marty Jimmy Ray. Buckley no guys he was in Narcos he played the cop in Narcos he's got the moustache and he's flavoured oh Tom Selleck Tom Selleck's <laughs> Tommy, grandson what's his name he's, he's a brilliant Tommy, actor what's his name I, I've just watched it oh, all Tom, uh, no Riding Pamela Flood. No. Who's Pamela Flood? Who's Pamela? She used to work oh. on TV3. So, Who am I thinking of? I have no Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. That's it's Curtis. It's, uh, Tommy Lee it's well worth a watch. I, like I watched a bit it's of it, Hector, but when I saw the granny lad. coming out of the fucking, out of the fridge and, I was like, that's not, not for me. I gave the whole lot of watch over the weekend and that was it. So The Last of Us. It's, it's, it's post epochic. Apocalyptic. apocalyptic dystopian oh, wasteland dystopian, uh, yeah, yeah. women have to get that checked out every now and again <laughs> they're dystopias bad old dystopian <laughs> anyway <laughs> yes. I have a wandering dystopia yeah, wandering well fault to Rita Rita so I can't welcome to, home this, I'm telling you lads I need you to meet I need you to meet this NFL man like it's un- imagine his son's his son has won three that's Super Bowls. No, I, I, Patriots. My my eldest Joe, boy loves the NFL. We're watching the combine. This guy was in week. movies with Burt Reynolds and like. It's not interesting, was, Rita. What, it is he, interesting. No, it's not. Oh well, What's, what about when you're? I was just sitting there having lunch, and I was thinking, right? He's nearly seventy. This man, right? Mm. So in in. In a year, he'd be 71. In 20 years' time, somebody could be sitting at a table having dinner with Tom Brady and going, oh my God, like he was a superstar when he played NFL. Like this guy was a superstar. Do you know what I like and about like the NFL? It's, it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We were watching the combines this week from the, the, the next crop of university students on YouTube. We were watching them doing their 20-second sprint, 
50 second doing their throws doing their jump pumping iron too much free time I am more there's a young fella from from Kerry who's a punter now with the Georgia State yeah my sister met him the other day lovely young fella tell me this what is Joe Biden going to be doing when he comes to Banana? Well, I, I told him, could I take care of his itinerary? And he told me he'd be the first to, I'd be the first to know when he gets there, but he, or when he's coming. But he said to me, and I shouldn't say this in the podcast, I'll say it anyway and probably get killed for it. Um, now, when, you, when you say killed, do you mean taken out by the... By the, by the CIA. Yeah. Um, he... He's not sure he's going to actually, even though Mayo has gone into a frenzy. And you know Donny, the lad that that's on CNN? You know Donny that Donny, became yeah, famous? Donny Buckley. No, Donny, Donny O'Sullivan, who was Donny on O'Sullivan, CNN. Yes. He was a, so he rang me the other day. He's coming to Ballina this week to do um, some a preview coming to, you know, for Joe Biden. But the president said to me, Larita, I'm not actually sure I'm going to be able to come. Because China are causing serious problems in the world right now. I don't know if you have noticed. One of the great bands of the 80s. China. China crisis. China crisis. Well, there's another crisis in China. So what I'm not sure he's... Uh, China crisis. Tears for fears. No. China crisis. crisis. Ultravox. Yeah. China oh, crisis. China crisis song. Um, um, if you sing it, I'll join in. China. Cr- no, that was the name of the band. I know, I'm trying to... Keep China crisis. No, no of name course, of the band. I was joking. Anyway. So I'm not sure he's even coming. Um, his team have come and done a full recce of Mayo and Dublin and Belfast and all of that. Um, but I, I need him to do loads of jobs when he comes. I want him to meet people. I want him to go to the hospice. I want him to go to visit the Knockmore GA Club. Um, I want him to... Were you... Um, there's a photograph of you and the president together. And were well, you... I didn't share any photographs. No, just you sent it to me and Hector. Oh, yeah. Were you steamed? No. You looked steamed. I was steamed. Were you half But I might have been hungover from the day before. I was actually very hungover from the night before. Um, I wasn't steamed. No. No, I was definitely not steamed. You had a bit of a happy head in you. You looked like you were in your element. Yeah. Of course I was in my element. I mean, like, why would you not be in your element? Were you smoking a bit of shamrock? I wasn't doing anything. I was eating shamrock ice creams. You know the president loves ice cream, so they had shamrock ice creams in the White House. It's probably easy for him to swallow, probably. At that age. Oh, Hector. by the way, um, we need to go to Dublin. I, I want to invite you to come to Dublin with me as my guest to visit a residence up there. And uh, we m- maybe next week we could do the Is podcast this the U- from there. Is the US ambassador's residence? Yeah, well, can we go there and do the podcast from there next week? And what, what does that mean, practically speaking? I don't know. It just means that it's important. And if you need to... Oh, sorry, it's what? It's important. Yeah. It's important, and if you ever need a, a visa, visa, have you got your visa to go now, to the States yet? <laughs> this is a question that came up recently. Was I telling you about this? No. So, as you know, uh, I was went to Somalia. Yeah. Oh, year. you're not allowed to go. Oh my God, that's on that's the box on for the your Esther. Have you visited the Yemen? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So, uh, somebody I know went to was had been to Somalia to do some work in some of the food camps. So basically, going there to help save people's lives yeah and then was prevented from going into America because it said Somalia on their passport you're not going to be able to go you know I saw people in front of me the other day as I was going through been taken off into a room yeah. but are they, in there. Are, they, are they that daft in customs that they would kind of go to you they don't care it's America it's done Americans by that your do visa, not care your, about it's in visas America's are, America is America it's a unique place they don't give a yeah, fuck yeah I think they're a bit OTT it. on it well they can be it took Roscoe nearly four months of hardship to get it he got it two days they, before he flew we, they, will, they will put you through the absolute ringer for that so they, they They'll see Somali on the passport. Yeah, yes. you'll have to declare and, it. And, and they'll say, what were you doing there? And I'll say, I was over with a third world. You'll be, you'll be grilled. And do you, look, do you look trustworthy? 
Well, do I look like a fucking Islamic terrorist? Yeah, you do. Uh, excuse me? You, yeah, you do. You, you look like somebody <laughs> yeah, who could do. be harboring he'll, information. He'll, he'll arrive you up look at... Like a, you look like somebody who's he'll arrive in, alternatively I look like somebody out of, disposed. A fucking, out of a fucking druid show. No, you'll no, arrive no, Tommy, up... You with, look like one of those university professors that has a little few contacts in a lot of places. He'll have a white sheet on him and a pair of sandals. You can't go up to seriously, Tommy. So what? Do I, so do I, do you're I, not going to be able to go, he's man. Not go, that's he's, uh, not, he's not going to be able to go. They they will hold this against you for the next ten years. Never mind now. Yeah, so this is a ten year thing. So hang on, hang on. So you're saying that this tour? So I'll, that I'll, is, I'll ask the question again. That, that is, do you want on. to go to the embassy tomorrow next week? So this, no, what, Hector von Neumann. When he goes around the this door tector, embassy, this this, this tour tector. that is more or less sold out in the states. You reckon I'm going to arrive at Shannon Airport and they say you're not, you, you're it, not traveling. It, it, you will be in Dublin and you will be in you will be grilled. Oh, that's good that you're going from Shannon. That's one. Oh, good yeah, but thing. hang on a second. Have you got the visa? Have you been accepted by the visa yet? Have you put I your is it a working visa or is it a holiday visa? I'm, a, I'm an alien of extraordinary talent. That's what they phrase it as. That, yes, they do. You How, should say you were in Somalia doing the exact same work that you. No, I was. I was there to see the f- fucking. Starving. Starvation, the famine. Oh no, 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 that's uh, not going to work. You won't get no, it. That's It'll not be work. trip to Dublin. So you're suggesting what, Larissa? I'm suggesting you just cancel that tour now. Cause and what? And, and what? So does this in any way have anything to do with visiting the American ambassador? No, but it might week? help. <laughs> it might help if we go up there next week. Um, yeah, I'm afraid, Tommy. That's not going to be good. I mean, I met a guy last year going through immigration, and he was hauled into a room. So you do, you do the thing where they say, stand in front of us, they scan your eyes. They scan me eyes. They scan your scan eyes. fingerprints. They They're not going to be able to read me thoughts. I'll never get in then. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you're in trouble. They scan your eyes. They take your fingerprints on both hands. They're not for crack at all. I was like, oh, my fingerprints are directed. And they were like, ma'am, put them on stronger. But these, They're but so, these And then they took him into a room. They kept him for 40 minutes. And uh, we met him afterwards. And he had got out. But he said the reason that he he said like almost 10 years ago he was there on a J1 visa he got a really bad um, tooth infection wasn't able to fly had stayed over his visa time and for the next 10 years anytime he's been to the States they interrogate him and they absolutely grill him and they he one time didn't get through the second time and the, the last time he did get through so I'd be careful now if I was you yeah but I know also that there's a, a thing with phones now where if you touch phones off together, you can share contacts. And I know that if you wanted to, you could give me Joe Biden's phone number and they'd haul me in and I'd say, one second, please. I just don't think he... <laughs> His picture's over the wall. Over I don't think he deserves a favour the way he treats Joe. Exactly. And don't, so, don't forget... I, I just, I, uh, my pers- don't forget they'll be listening to this. My personal opinion is that he is the greatest president. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, is somebody in a bunker listening... Oh, he can. He'll remember now, will he? He remembers who you. You're a big yeah. Biden fan. Oh, I love him, and I love America. I love all it stands for. And well, you should have thought about that before you went to Somalia. <laughs> You'll have to go to Somalia and do sh- a gig. Shocking, but these I was le- I was thinking about that the other day when I was filling out the forum, and it's like, you know, have you been? Have you visited? I don't actually think Somalia is written on it, though, is it? The Yemen's on it. No, this this person got stopped because there's a big. Um, um, have you people working on this? It doesn't I, matter. I don't Working know. about it. American. You cannot just rock up to Shannon and just go, hey, we don't care about you. So, um, my curiosity is the, the guards, or whatever they're called, who work security or immigration, the, the yeah. immigration officers, they live in Ireland. Yeah. 
So are they not somehow infected by Why our... Are they no, it doesn't work like that. There's no, ah, Tommy, how's it going? Like, it doesn't work like that anymore with them. I'll tell you what happened. When I went over, I went on the campaign trail with Biden in whatever it was, 2020, right? And I was flying to Vegas to go on the trip. And I went through immigration and they said to me, "Where? what's the purpose of your trip, ma'am? And I said, pure excitedly, oh, I'm going to work on the on the Biden campaign. And they said, you want to work on it? And I went, well, no, like, not work-like, but I said, I'm going to experience what it's like. They made me go through every single correspondence that I'd had with his team about going there. Thankfully, his team had specifically written an email that I was not going to be paid for the position and it was just an experience and that they weren't paying for my accommodation. I had to show them all of my um, the hotel that I booked. Yes. They want to know how much money was in my bank account. What? Yeah. And they ask you all of this stuff. And if you're in any way, and I was like, oh, like I'm cousins with them. And I'm going, and they were like, I don't care, ma'am. I have Larry Mullen's phone number. Would that help me get That day, good, good. Maybe Joe Biden's might, but... They're now that his picture's over they in the head. Should they be a little more laxative about They're it? They're not relaxed. They don't relax. Lackadaisical. They don't relaxed. relax about anything in America, not when it comes to stuff like that. They just but they would know. Around. They're intelligent. They would know. It doesn't matter about intelligence. They're not going to do intelligence on you. No, but they're intelligent people. They would know, okay, this guy's gone with Trokra. He's a stand-up tour booked. Yeah. You'll He's have not to, a Do you know what, get a letter. They don't you, look at it Here, like wait till you hear the best. I forgot to tell you this. I was going into the White House on Friday, right? And... Everyone's going through. You have to give your passport and you've already filled out a form to say, you know, so so the next thing, I stupidly filled out the form, but I put my surname into my first name and my first name into my surname. So the um, Secret Service had done a full search on me back to front, like my name. Not not physically. No, not they didn't do a physical search on me, Back but they front. they did a they did a they did a blue at Larita search as opposed to Larita Blue search, and I had to sit down, wait for your, this guy from Secret Service to come out, ask me a load of questions. I was like, I've been here like loads of times. You know all my details. I said like I'm the president's cousin, and they were like, okay, ma'am. Next thing, had to make a call into the president to speak to him to get me okay to get in and then this guy escorts me in right because then they do the airport check on you escorts me in and says you know really seriously ma'am if there's any issues with you will we continue we have to do the search on you now um in your current in in now we know the name change he says we've got to do a search on you we know exactly where you're sitting in the room we'll come in and take you out at any moment so beware and i was like okay jesus relax lads like it's so i just want to let any Tommy Tiernan fans in America know that there is <laughs> the outside coming. possibility that this tour will be re- <laughs> relocated to Cuba <laughs> and it will be five nights in Havana Cinco noches with El Diablo <laughs> and that has been uh, three pints from Nocton's if you'd like to listen to three more pints from Nocton's which we're going to have now please head over to the members only arena God bless good luck and thanks for listening
Hey there, it's Larita. Hope you're doing well and enjoying this week's THL Thursday episode. Don't forget for more laughs, our new members only episode, which is called Three Pints Please, is out exclusively every single Monday. There's new shows in there and we're coming to you from pubs and snugs all around the country. We're in there having a little cosy pint, having a chat. And for more details on how to sign up and become a member, all you've got to do is head over to our website, thlpod.com.